Yeah, I'll be careful, dog. You can take J. Joe's cautionary tales of fucking Woodwood. Go ahead. He's on, and he's gonna do it one more time. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> niggas gotta do the niggas gotta do the podcast. I'm not about to fuck with him. That's not true. We're gonna do it all. But hold on, but wait, we do got. No way he was gonna win. I know. I know it. I go ahead for real now. This is Chef, and as always, when listening to With All Due Respect, with a K, be sure to give us a like on any of the platforms that you listen to. Give us a comment. It's been a while since we got a comment. I'll be checking um, on Apple Podcasts, and y'all niggas don't be saying shit, man. So let us know if y'all listening. You, you feel me? So let us know. This is episode 108. It's a lot of episodes, man. Gentlemen and lady. What with the white voice? What up? 5,000 North South Florida. So, like, I think that in the future, you shouldn't, like, let, when you go gentleman and lady, you always do that because then, like, if you just let it go and then they hear, like, a woman's voice <laughs> at the end, it'll have more, like, impact. Like, oh, surprise. You know what I'm saying? Like, ooh. But, like, if you say gentleman and lady, it kind of takes away from. Who are you? Uh, gentleman and lady is a surprise. I know. It's your boy, J. Joe. Uh, damn, I miss my dog. And what's up, y'all? Girl, mystery girl number one. Boo! <laughs> Boo, nigga, boo! You know that's what the women do when they hear your voice, right? For real? No, no. That one hater y'all had on, um, the one that researched me because she a stalker. Ooh. Oh, here we go. No, no, need, no need to rehab. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. No, well, I never discussed that, actually. No, no. If you come in, we you did. Like, we had a whole podcast where you had a rebuttal. Uh-uh. 
You don't remember that? Run that, run that, that beautiful bean footage, Wood. Yeah, you came on and you went in and... Our, our, our producer is currently out because he's got COVID-19, so we can't really have access to the footage right now. Sorry. Uh, I don't think I addressed her. You did, but I don't remember. You did, and then she came back to me and was like, you said all my shit wrong. I did not say all that. I was like, right, I don't remember that. No, that wasn't her. That was <laughs> the people who call you chef. But they didn't, they didn't actually get on the podcast. Somebody came behind the scenes and was talking shit. Oh, I don't know about that, man. That's something else. I'm okay. talking about the girl y'all had on who said that she asked around and she's like, yeah, because y'all older than me. So she called me old. Oh, yeah. She yeah, called yeah, me I annoying. Oh, I don't know you're talking about because it's... Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Right. So moving right along. What well, she must have researched is that I throw hands. Eh. You very light skin, though. First of all, she didn't even say... And don't <clears> tell <throat> everybody she's dark skin because then they going to know who she is. No, I'm saying that's, that's, like, I'm talking about Mr. Girl number one. I know. I was trying to throw him off because you said she was light skinned. So no, no, no. That, no, no, no. That's not what. That's not. God damn! I don't know what shade she is, but I was told we we say too much about Mystery Girl, like when her birthday is and like around how old she yeah. is and where she's from, so people kind of can do context um, clues in her. Right. It but takes the mystery away. Right, and, but then Chef Boy. He, he gonna let them know. It's obvious he's from Lincoln, Nebraska. I mean, I don't know what the question is, but anyway. I don't like you, that shit. If you want to put, put some I don't like that shit. Yeah, right. I know. We get it. The illest nigga from Nebraska. I got it. I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a while, guys. Obviously, how's everybody doing? It's, been, it's only been it's only been two weeks, man. It's just we skipped a week. That's it. I know we skipped a week, but it feels like so long. You know what I mean? Like. The void in my my life. I, I already told you to stop apologizing to these niggas. Okay, we podcast when we podcast. Okay, we don't gotta apologize if we miss the fucking week. We ain't signed no fucking contract. So. I think yeah, it was my fault this time. So stop. Stop. Oh. See? See, that's good. Yeah. I'm proud. That's good. How you doing, JJ? How was your past week? Uh, pretty shitty. Uh, I'm podcasting <laughs> from Nashville right now because my grandmother passed. So uh, I'm down here just. Uh, working on funeral shit and self-medicating uh, day by day and avoidance and not grieving. So that's where I am at right now. I Yeah, You should have dropped that nice. in pre-pod just a little bit so like niggas weren't taken aback on air. Uh, also wouldn't have made, huh? been made so much fun of you. You didn't tell these niggas? Stupid shit. We just said he's nah, a mystery, see, right? See, see, see what, see what the element of surprise. He's a, he's like, an enigma. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know my granted that. Yeah, I thought I was. Yeah, but that that ain't the surprise you hit niggas with. You hit niggas with surprise it's your birthday, not I surprise. A... My grandma did. <laughs> but look at the natural uh, reaction. Yeah, nigga, I did that just to prove a point. Niggas are sad and taking drags of weed pens and taking shots. Yeah, that would that makes sense. Nah, but seriously, uh, I mean, no, that is why I'm here. But, um, yeah, man, you just gotta, gotta be careful. What did you just say? What? You, I, I, I had a point. Drugs. I don't know. I have. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, guys. I'm the drugs. Our, our, our good friend, uh, Calvin with the brown eyes came through and, and blessed me with some <coughs> trees. So we good, but that's not what I want to say. But it was something about. Is that his name on the podcast? That's his name in real life. Yeah. I know, but. I, I don't think he cares that we call him. Yeah, that he, name. Like, he doesn't he, care. He, like he really <laughs> works for. Me. 
company yeah. or he did work for a week. Yeah, I sell crack. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't think his name right. was Calvin with the brown eyes when he was on. It was just... Might have been Brother Calvin. It was something yeah. Hotepi, because he's my Hotep brother. <clears throat> okay. Oh, we ain't gonna talk about that nigga and his wokeness, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm... <laughs> so, that's where I am. How are you doing, 5,000 watts? Man, I'm cool. Chilling. <clears throat> uh, same old, like, this was kind of like a busy work week, but... Um, <clears throat> At the same time, I got some stuff checked off, everything kind of fell in place. So that was a good reward. And uh, work week, got some good feedback to my manager. So that's always a plus. How about you, Wood? What's going on? It doesn't matter. Same old shit. Man. Mr. Girl number one. Look, Chef even beefing with her. I'll beef. You ain't want to see how she was doing our ass. I do want to know how she's Mr. Girl number one, my friend. Aw. Um... You know, the last couple of weeks we reactivated the hospital, so I'm back to work and I'm tired. <clears throat> um, but you know, world's work. Well, uh, the world is opening back up little by little. So I know I messed up. It's opening back up little by little. So quarantine is over with. So all the quarantine freaking and. Guess that's done. That's a thing of the past. Nigga said freaking. I don't so, even know what that is. That's why it's open. Y'all like want quarantine freaking? No. What is freaking? That's like extreme hunching. What, what does that mean? That's a step above that hunching, means, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. When you like freaking is when you just freaking without no dates or nothing. I thought you had a boyfriend. Right, but we couldn't date because it was nowhere to go. So you was just quarantine freaking. Oh, so at least you. Uh-oh. Oh, so you. Okay, that's so. So, did y'all ever have the hunching face? Was that a thing with y'all? Did y'all ever hunch? You talking about in life, like in, as an adult? I hope you're not hunching as an adult, as a child. I like hunching too. What? Why? <laughs> I guess because I'm a cancer. So that's an emotional connection. But what do you mm-hmm. prefer? Uh, Penetration. Right. Like <laughs> not on, like digging with your clothes on. I like both. Okay, so yeah, like, first of all, you can you can hurt too long. You're not making it to the. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm sleeping now. <laughs> right. It's okay, like so I that I didn't know that was a thing because I know so earlier this my wife was like like I'm hunch on me. I was like, what are you talking about? Like what? Like huh? And she's like, yeah, hunch on me. I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. And I left the room. <laughs> I know. You were disgusted. Man, if y'all. <laughs> Her that hunch session. I didn't know for one, I didn't know it was a thing. For two, I stand by what I said because I'm like, what What are we doing? I'm, we we right now. We don't even have to use condoms. Good. Like, what is this? Hunching is awkward. Like, so, wait. I feel you, Mrs. Chef. Sometimes you just got a hunch. So, I, so I gotta. You, I, Matt, no, I gotta ask. So, what is what does your hunching entail? What do you mean? You just kiss and hunch. So what? I'm also trying to get your definition of hunch. <clears throat> you so you grind. Have, so, so you grind your boxes against the panties. So are you, that's what I'm saying. Are we in our, our draws? Or are we like full clothed hunch? It's like you. It's like it's like the the appetizers before the clothes come out. No, 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 no. You keep giving these like metaphors, and I'll, no, I'm, I'm asking literally. <laughs> are, is I mean... your all your clothes on? Like you just you fully dressed? Yeah. <laughs> Same my throat. So if you're naked, do you got to put clothes back on to hunch? No, I guess if you already naked, then you skipping the hunch. So I, so at one point in in my early years of hunching, 
a girl would let me in my drawers put m- my penis where she had her drawers on, like right there, and we would mm-hmm. damn near hunch like that. So you rub like not even a rub. Like, y'all was bush. Like, y'all was bush bumping as 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 cis male. That's what right. I was penetrating panties and, and I guess a. A little bit of monk, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But I used to be a fan. That was early. So you bush monk. Was that good? Was that good for you? I guess it's good for you when you're a kid. I mean, I wasn't a kid. I was in my teenage years. I was in high school. But I'm just, I mean, at that point, you, yeah, well, hunching was it and titty fucking. But, you know, (laughs) that's a special type of girl. (laughs) I never be all about titty fuck. I, I, I wish we had. Oh, we do have a woman on on the on the podcast. You've never TF'd, Chef. I don't. Oh, I just. When did, how old were you before I started having sex? I was I was sophomore at fam. Oh damn! It was a local too. She. Jefferson County. Jefferson County. Yeah, she was in Killarney. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Mister Mister Girl, Mister Girl, she went from Frenchtown. What? Yes. So the the first, how old were you? We had titty fuck the first time. A, B, hold on, why B? Wow, and I guess B is wow. Were you getting titty fuck? Like, I, was just I don't know. Why well, 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 was that an option? So huh? I guess as a one. We'll, no, we'll so, to... yes, the t- titty fucking came after the sex. I was actually in college when I first titty fucked. And... So, what, what, oh, yeah. So, what happened? Go ahead. It's an extension of head. No, so, so that's what I'm saying. So, what happened? We're trying to get what, why it happened. So, he busts and you was trying to get, get it cracking again? No. I thought you said it was, was after. No, you said no, it was an extension. It was after I started having, I started <clears> titty fucking. Oh, so the first time you did it was for head. So did was it your idea or his idea, or had you seen it before? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think I may have seen it in a movie. I don't know, or a flick. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it was a flick. What? Okay, okay. You said all right. You said a movie it was or a flick. What? Head. What movie? Right, so what movie would you have seen that would have had that? What movie are they titty fucking it? I mean, I don't want to know. <laughs> they pretty woman. That's what I said. Not movie, movie. Like a flick. A porno flick. Well, you said a movie. Well, I like to think I've seen a lot of movies, so you said a movie or a flick. I was just want to clarify. It is a movie, kind of. They used to be movies. They had scripts and everything. But now, it's just raw fucking. So, uh, that's why you did it. Yeah, it was an extension of head. Top of you. And so, you just, you know, sometimes you just don't want to use your hands. You use other parts of your body. Oh, I get it now. I get it now. Got it. What? I I, I get the extension. I get the extension. Oh. So, yeah. So you've been married too long. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm gonna get so many nasty. I don't think this was. I don't think this was like the first. Why are you drinking water behind this conversation? We just talked about Relax. It's not, but what's so what's 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 quarantine freaking though? I still don't know what that means. Quarantine freaking again? You just, I mean, because I feel like it's freaking it's sex without dates, so you just call it. Oh, freaking. survival. So freaking. like, like, it's like normal shit. You know, you just 
All you can do is just come over. Oh, well, you can. No, that's great. I, I, no I, going to that, That's kind of a sweet situation. Makes oh, right. Like, like, y'all. like, like, dog. Uh, if if it was if it wasn't quarantine, you know, we'd be at the finest. Right. When I say the finest of restaurants, right. like whatever, you know what I'm it, saying? It, but, MG, that that same ultimate feast is gonna be there when COVID opens back up. Don't worry about it. You are gonna get taken care of. You ain't got to be like that. I remember when they had all you could eat crab legs at Red Lobster. They don't even do that shit no more. Hey boy, I still eat Red Lobster, boy. It's like, like if I, if I to this, if I won like the Mega Millions, me and my family would go to Red Lobster to celebrate. <laughs> I, and I, I'm not exaggerating. I took the motherfuckers to oh, Del, listen to Del Frisco's Sorry. one time, and my pops, he's like looking at the menus like double eagle steaks, wagyu, all of this. He's like, y'all ain't got like a pick three. I can get like appetizer dessert and all. He was dead ass serious and it just looked at me. I was like, hey man, I can't do nothing for you. Like, that's the type of people I'm dealing with. So, speaking of crabs, I heard uh, via your, I heard, I read via your Facebook about this Obey hot sauce. I am so intrigued. Please expound. Yeah, so Obey came out, Obey, the same people that made the Obey seasoning, came out with a hot sauce. And I had fucked around with it like, mm, it probably tastes too much like Old Bay and I ain't going to fuck with it. I'm going to just keep fucking with this Texas Pete or whatever or this Crystals. And I went to the store and they had like two bottles for like, dude, like 250 or something. I said, oh, bitch, that's cheap hot sauce. So I got that and I started using the hot sauce. Nigga, that shit is legit. That shit is, one is hot. I'm tired of hot sauces that ain't hot. The shit is hot. This shit tastes like a quality hot sauce. It's got like the good pepper to vinegar ratio. And it has that hint of Old Bay. You know what I'm saying? So anything you would put Old Bay on, like we was talking about earlier, like oysters, this will set some oysters off and you don't need to put any seasoning in it because it's going to come straight from the hot sauce. I tried it with hot fish. This shit is fucking heavenly. I put it on some uh, black beans and rice from the Peruvian spot today. That shit is fucking heavenly. So Old Bay hot sauce, go out and get you some of that. It's legit. I'm not getting paid for that shit. So yeah, nigga, I don't. I didn't understand why you think when I read Old Bay hot sauce, nigga. Like I was already sold. I was sold, right? If anything, just keep it for your seafood. You know what I'm saying? Old Bay don't go on everything, but definitely for your fried fish, your oysters. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Yeah, your fucking I put Old Bay in my gumbo, nigga. I'm with it. I'm I'm a Marylander, man. I put Old Bay on fucking everything. Oh, there it goes with Gumbo. It does. It do does. Yeah. Makes sense. So, um, quick shift. Mystery girl number one, you said you back at work at the hospital. How, how's all the, how's that going with, with the COVID shit? Man, first of all, people are stupid. Um, no. People, they come into a hospital with their, like, cloth, cute mask. And then they get mad because the policy is that they have to put on a medical grade mask that we provide to them, mind you. But they're like, I can't wear my mask. Uh, no, ma'am, you're entering the hospital. Um, and then, like, you got people that come in there without masks at all. And it's like, are you dumb? But other than that, people are just, people are living like we're not in the middle of a pandemic and that they're not entering the hospital. So... It's just, it's perplexing. But we have um, shut down all but one of the COVID-specific units. So we're pretty much back to normal. Um, Illinois is, cases are declining, meaning that 
we doing what the hell we supposed to do up here. So can't complain, really. Thought you was from Nebraska. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. That's cool. We know now. But anyway, cool. So <clears throat> well, that's good to hear. It's definitely not like that in Florida, obviously. Everybody named Mama got it. Um, my, my, my niece's uh, preschool teacher just got it. So I'm like, what the fuck? So shit getting crazy. Um, so the thing that happened this week, um, Trump went back to doing the, the whole weekly daily briefings, and they're, they're obviously a shit show. Um, he touted a Nigerian doctor from Houston who um, had a rant about how if you just take hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and some other shit, and don't wear a mask, you will be healed from COVID. And uh, Trump tweeted this, this rant, um, and it kind of went viral. Turns out this lady believes in demon sperms and and aliens um, and alien diseases and and bullshit like that. So, um, have you heard about the Nigerian doctor? Have you heard of any of this bullshit? Yes. What so, were your thoughts? I mean, I saw it on Instagram probably three days ago. Oh, first. Um, or two. I don't. Whenever. Whenever everybody saw it the first time. So, initially, like. I was like, that makes sense, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, initially, I was like, mm. I, she was so, so she, I heard that. Was that? <laughs> yeah, I was after I'm going to try to get the audio for you. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Producer's working no, on No, no, no. So, initially, she sounded very passionate. She sounded like an African August Alcina, like, talking from the soul, nigga. So, I was like, well, it makes sense. I mean... If Big Pharma is behind all this shit and trying to sell shit, like, well, fuck, they'll do it. Um, but then I asked, like, a pharmacist friend, and she was like, well, everything I've heard is that shit don't work. And I asked, like, one of my doctor friends, like, yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing, yeah, the shit don't work. You know what I'm saying? So after I heard two motherfuckers who I know went to medical school then I started downing it then the shit came out about the demon sperm and I don't know gay veins or whatever she was talking about so so I don't know so uh, what I do know is that she's yeah she's a little off so I'm gonna stick to the motherfuckers who I know went to medical school so I knew that she was full of shit when I first heard her there is a slight difference between an African accent that is full of shit and that is not full of shit as far as like a, a scam or something. And when I heard her voice and I instantly knew that after I hear what the fuck she's got to say, there's going to be a backstory. And I'm pretty sure this motherfucker is full of shit. Just how niggas have an accent, accent where it's like, I know this nigga's trying to scam me and be up to some shit. She had the African version of that, man. And I picked it up immediately. I'm like, oh, this about to be some bullshit. She's not a real doctor. She like, she like sells incense or something. I am not a real doctor. Yeah. This is my real voice. And I will tell you. Right. And it was like you were saying in the other podcast. I forget what we were talking about, J. Joe. I think it was all, we were talking about August. I've seen it. Like, she was a little too passionate about what she was saying to be authentic. She was trying to sell it a little too hard. Where a legitimate doctor would have been like, yeah, man, I mean, the shit worked. I mean, we prescribing that shit to our niggas if you use it or not. I mean, I don't care. I take it every day. I, I am in perfect health. <laughs> I always got to be skeptical of the hard sell. Yes, always. My thing is, if I see a see a, a one black person yelling, and it's a bunch of white folks around them nodding their heads in agreement, it's I don't smiling. believe right. right. And and big smiling. 
I know that you're lying. And the person who sent it sent me the, the clip at first was like, "Hey, man, what what do you think?" Like they were kind of like wanting me to be like, "Oh man, this makes perfect sense." <laughs> but the first thing I saw I was like, "No, nah, she's full of shit." And this right. is before I knew anything about whole demon sperm right. shit. All that was missing. All that was missing for Dave Chappelle to come out of the back and like finish the joke. Like that's like demon sperm. Yes. What's demon sperm? Yeah, you got, she said. She, she basically said that um. <clears throat> that if you have that people be having sex with witches and demons in their dreams and they be nutting demon sperm up in you. Yeah, they said that's why why, why women get fibroids. Yeah, it's because of the demon sperm and all that bullshit. So the bitch crazy. So she <sighs> nasty. She, she, she talking she, about <clears throat> But I don't know fibroids. who takes the L because like she's black, but she's <laughs> human. Whatever the the right wants niggas to believe. So. I don't know if it was Donald Trump or it was Donald Trump's son, huh? Yeah, he first tweeted it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so I think everybody takes an L in this and we just keep on moving. So are are Africans fully absorbed into the African-American diaspora or diaspora, however you say it? Uh, I don't think they want to be. Because they call us, w- w- what's their name for us? Akata. Yeah, they they don't fully accept us. They got a name for us, so... Are they fully accepted? Like, do we have to count her on our scoreboard? I don't want to go into my Hotepi bag. I don't, I don't but I'm going to do, do it. So I'm a follower of Tariq Nasheed, and he calls. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do that. But he, he calls. He, he talks about foundational black Americans, which are, you know, basically like descendants of American slaves. And he, he um, kind of puts a, he puts a, kind of a line in the sand between them and like Africans because a lot of them don't fuck with us like that and kind of separate themselves and call us like a kata, which is kind of short. For, it's short for cotton picker. Um, and yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, and, they, and, and so to answer your question really quickly, no, 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 I don't think she's a point for us. That's why I was like, I put it on Twitter. I mean, Facebook, I was like, man, check out, check it, check on your Nigerian homies. You know what I'm saying? Like they might not be straight right now. I got Nigerian friends, but you know, they all, not everyone that's like fucks with us. We we need to have some we need to have some of our African friends on the show and talk through some black shit and have a good time. It's actually a great time to also somebody we're not being paid by, but Yvonne Orgy, like her her stand up was really good. She talked oh, about yeah. a lot of the differences oh, between I really good. I thought it was really good. I, I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it, but uh, I thought it was really good. I mean it's not yeah. you so crazy, but goddamn. I mean I think I think it was very one note, man. I mean <laughs> What do you mean? Like, like, I, I think I said that on this podcast. Like, if you have like African parents, then like, nigga, it's gonna be the funniest thing to you. You know what I'm saying? But like, that, you know, it's a lot of a comedy is like, man, my African parents be tripping when I do this, and when I go home, they be like, this, 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 this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so it's like the same joke yeah. over again. But is that how niggas right. felt in the '90s when black people was doing comedy? Because we definitely. Had the same white people joke for about five years, right? And they were I'm hilarious. Not, that's what I'm saying. Like the, her jokes weren't bad; it's just one note. But if you—that's what I'm saying. Like everybody in there who was African thought the shit was hilarious because they could identify with everything. Just like, like if you went to Def Comedy Jam, be like, "Man, you ever had a black mama whoopie with an extension cord? That shit be crazy." You know what I'm saying? Like if you black, you can kind of <laughs> identify with it. But yeah. 
You're not gonna identify with seventy five percent. Hey, brother, we're supposed to be supporting black business and black excellence and stuff, man. You're supposed to say that's the greatest shit ever, regardless of if it was or wasn't. That's the movement, man. Mm -hmm. Our our safe takes, man. We we speak from the heart here, man. That's why people listen. I'm I'm still gonna listen, but she she got the bag from HBO, and I'm sure it's you know I'm gonna support it. I mean, I like I like her. I I watched the whole thing. So listen, towards the end, she act when she gets off that. It's actually yeah. a lot of funny jokes. Oh, so she's because she is funny, right? But yeah, she's I'm also a virgin, funny. so she's missing. Once she starts fucking, she gonna have a lot more, <laughs> a lot more content, company. right? Yeah. She's still a virgin. Emmanuel Acho yeah. didn't smash. Who? She used to be with Emmanuel. That nigga that crashed the plane. Who you talk? What? Football player. He played. He used to play football. He's, he's like an analyst for ESPN now. He kind of corny, so he might not have. But no, but no, she's a virgin. Damn, that's wild. He, that nigga weak. I knew he didn't, he didn't have... Dog, it can be a woman's choice. A nigga doesn't have to be weak in order for a woman to make a choice and be stand firm on that, okay? I'm You're trying, right. I'm trying, to repair, have, my, I'm trying to repair my no, image. I'm trying to repair my image. Would have. I thought you meant it. But, yeah, so... <laughs> I, I agree with you. But my thing is, you didn't have any sort of... Like, they were they were engaged. Like No, I mean, hunching and fucking. Man, I don't know, man. Okay. Yeah, anyway. So, um, what were we on? Nigerian doctor was full of shit. All right. Well, let's, let's move on. So, Wood, I know you were having arguments with the internet uh, the other day. I didn't know what it was about, but I think it was a alliance of a lot of shit we've been talking about lately. Oh, you want to do this, this early into the podcast. All right. That's where it is in the. That's where we are in the. In the I haven't seen. I haven't seen the docket, so I don't. I don't know what the order is. So, um, I'll go on Twitter every now and then just to kick up some shit and respond. Like every week, we do the whole gender, the whole gender role shit. Like I wash dishes and this, that, and the third. So, I made a comment, and the gist of my comment was because most women were coming back with, "Well, you know, we have kids, we wash dishes, so on and so forth." I said, "Well, childbirth isn't a job, right?" And I meant that childbirth isn't a job. I meant that and I said it. Childbirth is not a job in the sense of like washing dishes. It's not a it's not a task, right? You have you have a child and within I don't know, after thirty six hours, childbirth is essentially over. Now of course there is work associated with that, right? Taking care of a kid, cleaning up behind a kid. Those are jobs, right? The childbirth itself is not an active job. So I had backlash from way more people. This has been going on for three days on my Twitter feed where people are still calling me a retard because I said that childbirth isn't a job. It's not a task, right? And I'm, I meant that because there were women who didn't have kids that were counting childbirth as a job. Like, how how are you getting credit for a job not yet performed or may never be performed in the future, right? And it was an interesting conversation. A lot of it was the whole gender war shit we do every week. But there were some interesting comments. There were many women that stated that because a woman has a child, a man in a, let's say, 50-50, we're sharing a relationship. Multiple women said because a woman has a child, a man can never reach his side of the 50 throughout his entire lifespan, no matter what he does. And I was like, damn, that's, that's some wild shit. Because essentially you're saying a man's life is forfeit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter what we what we do, we'll never measure up to half, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a partnership. There was one woman, I mean, this is Twitter, this is wild. 
that said women don't fucking need men because women can have kids without male sperm. And I was like, is that right? And I was like, tell me. How? Bro, I was like, bro, I'm on Twitter. I thought I was going to talk about like 2 Chain and Rick Ross first. (laughs) Y'all niggas don't read the goddamn manual. No, you just want people just to cut the shit off early, huh? Like, at this point, after this whole thing, no woman is going to care if Wood is going for Rick Ross or 2 Chain. True. But go ahead. This is this is a horrible way to start. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so she said she said she said she said women can have a child without male sperm, and she told me like go look it up, as if I haven't lived life long enough to know that I've never met a chick who didn't have immaculate conception. So that was like the discussion. That was the the mental retardation of sorry for the term. Um, of our discussion, but I still came away with the the question: Is childbirth a job? Mm. Oh, word! So we do. I don't have no kids. I can I can't comment on it. But if so, if somebody cleans your house for one day, is it a job? If that's their profession, then yes, it's a job. Yeah, like you're getting paid for a right. job, right? But let's. But I also say that's not their, not their right. profession. But also, just to take this a step further, so people don't automatically go ape shit. I differentiated between a job and work. I said something can be work and still not be a job, but a job is going to require work. So it'd be like, no, you don't understand a woman's body and this, that, and the third. We do X, Y, and Z for ten months. I'm like, I get that. That's not what we're discussing here. That is work, right? That is work. You know what I'm saying? It's a tremendous amount of work. It's a tremendous sacrifice. We understand that. That's a given. It's work. But that doesn't make it a job. So my question still stands is, does the a significant portion of the populace feel that giving birth to a child is a job? It's a task. Something that you may not otherwise do unless pressured by X, Y, or Z. You know what I'm saying? That's what a job is, right? Do women feel that way? What do you think, Mr. Girl Number One? Wake up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't following. Jesus. Alright, so the qu- the qu- all right, so I the- didn't see the Nigerian thing. So We're not fucking I- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm sorry. I'm seems sorry. like we'd have seems like we'd have to I got bad news, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry, we're having some technical difficulties. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know why we lost our live audio feed in the field. First of all, not only, not only, hold on, not only, not, not only did did this nigga not not know what the fuck we were talking about. She tried to clean it up and come back and say, "Oh, well, I don't even know that the bottom." Oh no, shit! Uh, that, that type of bitch. <laughs> Nigga talked about this shit like ten minutes ago. Man. Oh, so I heard about some more Nigeria yeah, shit. Don't what I was Against it was Snoop Dogg versus DMX. Oh man, no, it's too late now. You done got us to the to the fucking sad part of the podcast. Like, I'm about to start going to stop on my grandma for now. I'll go wait to the end. Well, fuck. Hey, boy. Get that shit out the way. 
Hey boy, God, this nigga. Hey boy, you ain't you ain't never cheated in class and got caught. Hey boy. So you saying? So define work. I, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. So define what is work? You asking me energy that is exerted yeah. to come to achieve a goal. Okay. So what is a job? A job. So for me, a job is a it's a formal task and it's a essentially it's a measured task that can also like simply be a role, right? Like, I do X, Y, and Z, right? It's a task that I have to do. I have a job. I need to wash dishes, right? I need to clean the house, right? These are tasks that you need to do. And most times, you don't want to do a job. A job is typically a task that you just essentially have to do. Like, it's it needs to be done. Is childbirth in that same category? And you don't... So do you feel like you have to get paid to, for a job? No, you don't have to be paid, but it's still a task, right? It's still an activity that you wouldn't otherwise do that you just have to do, right? Due to like, some sure. due to some obligation, right? Either I got to pay my bills or I got to keep my house clean, right? There's an obligation to do that sort of task. Is that what childbirth is? Oh. I would anything, listen, anything I got to do for 9 months is a goddamn job. Why why is I, it a job? Cuz I have to do it for 9 months just for the Sheer something that I something that I, I I have to do I'm I'm doing to completion right so that I can quantify a beginning and an end to it right mm-hmm. uh it is something that I have to exert energy to do and I'm doing it for an exterior pit period of time so that goes beyond I, I don't understand the difference between work and job I guess it seems like that's a job yeah it sounds like the same to me too um. So, and I use this example. So, in this case, is working out a job? No. Not by your definition, no. That's work. Have you ever it's defined... Not really, it's not really because you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to have kids. You don't, no, no, you don't no. have to have kids, but if you have kids, then only the women can have them. Right. So, but does that make it a job? It's a choice. So It's a job because nobody can relieve her of that duty. Yeah. But what I will say is in most situations, and granted, I, I know a bunch, I mean, you all include, obviously, I know a bunch of stand-up niggas. So when their significant other was pregnant or the baby mom was pregnant, that nigga stood by her and took care of everything. They picked up the food. They made sure the house was clean. They did all the shit around that process to make it easier for her to deal. So... I think it. I think that's another element that doesn't get an, an, enough props. Really, well, well I mean, in in my discussion of... with the Twitterverse, it got no props, right? Because it doesn't matter what a man can do in life, right? If you come up with the cure for cancer, that's great. You got the forty nine point four nine percent, but because you did not have a child and don't know the pains of childbirth, it it really doesn't matter, right? And we we got into we got in the numbers. We got in the numbers as well, right? So I'm like, okay, well, childbirth is, okay, let's say it is a job, right? Well, how much work is it, right? How many hours of work can a man do to compete with childbirth, right? Childbirth may be what? Let's say 36 hours of work, right? Mm -hmm. Measure that up against how much work a man can do in a lifetime. He'll never be larger than that 36, you know what I'm saying, that 36 hours. That was the discussion. Like, if it is a job, okay, why can we never get to equal, equal share? And a lot of the people who were having the issue, like, that's where their feminism was based. Their feminism was based on the fact that they felt that men can never meet 
the the lion's share, the the 50% of their half, right? And that because of that, women are, you know, stepped upon, they're looked at differently in the wage gap and everything that feminism is about, which I agree about those issues, but yeah. they agreed with those issues, but it was nested in the fact not about equality, but men can't measure up to women because we have kids. No, okay. I missed that last part. Men can't measure up to women because we don't have kids. We don't. <clears throat> we don't experience childhood. Yeah, I mean, uh, no pun intended. It's kind of reckless to me to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, once you break it down like that, like I can find a cure for cancer, but it's still because I can't have a kid. You know what I'm saying? That's a stretch. So that's kind of that's. I don't like that train of thought. I'm not gonna say it's a bad train of thought. I mean, think how you think, but. I disagree. I would say it's a bad train of thought for sure because what if you don't? What if, what? If, I wonder how many of these women actually have kids. Well, and what they and most women don't want to have kids at all in general. So, well, what, what does that mean? What concerns me more is how can you have a relationship, right? So if you, how can you have a relationship and then have a kid in that relationship, right? So you wholeheartedly know in your hearts of hearts that you're better than your nigga because you can have a kid at any point in time of your life. Because a lot of a lot of these women weren't even mothers, right? They're just saying, "I'm X, Y, and Z, and you should do X, Y, and Z for me because I can have a kid, or one day I will have a kid." Right? Um, if that's your thought process, how do you get into a relationship with a person with that sort of that perspective? You know what I'm saying? Let a, and then have that perspective and then have a kid with them. That's it. Just it, it, it yeah. was it was an interesting discussion for somebody to say that out of the gate. Like, that's kind of wild. And even if they don't say it out of the gate, for somebody to say that, period, that's crazy because I feel like you're signing up for a bunch of problems if you follow that. Like, first of all, we're not competing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're supposed to be together. We all supposed to be running in the same right. direction. Right. So mm-hmm. for somebody to say, make a blanket statement like that and about something you can't do anything about, like, I would love to have a kid on your behalf, but I can't physically do that you know what i'm saying like it's impossible so no matter what i do you're always gonna find something wrong with that shit and i'm always be like coming up short so how did how did mg1 leave this is her this is her her somebody breaking in shit all long she letting a nigga in out we gotta protect (laughs) we gotta protect our women in air hustle while she's gonna do what she do so she don't get no trouble that's it for your nigga voice Where we at, Chef? We have an argument. <laughs> okay, so um, versus. Uh, so what do we? So what? Do, what was the end result? I don't know, man. It's kind of open. I mean, I would like to see a poll. I would like to see a poll on the page or something, man. Or maybe bring some more more women on the show and let's talk about it, man. Because yeah, I mean, I, I expected the argument from the gender the gender role shit. We have that like every every week on Thursday before noon, right? Like it's not equal, right? It was those additional comments, you know, in a, in a it, they would make the comment and like 100, 200 people would like it. I'm like, damn, well, obviously a lot of motherfuckers think this way. So let's, let's have some people on the show, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I like, I like to get more insight on that because it seems pretty straightforward to me, but obviously I'm a man. So yeah, yeah it'd be, it'd be interesting to hear yeah. to bring in our extreme, our, maybe bring in some extremist feminist friends. We, we, we have them. 
was a really good podcast too. Like we had Mr. Girl and like verses, and we and Chef were gonna argue about Titty Boy and Rick Ross. It was gonna, it was gonna be a great episode. I knew it. But this is what y'all got. Sorry. Go ahead. Speaking of verses, uh, Snoop Dogg. And, oh, Mr. Girl, I'm going back. Snoop Dogg and DMX had they um, versus last week. Um, I think this was probably second best in my humble opinion. Um, under you know Jill Scott and Eric, that was that was just special for me. But um, th- this was great. I'm Snoop Dogg is one of my favorite rappers. I think we talked about this in our last podcast when we knew this was coming, um, and they didn't disappoint. I think when I did the score tally. It was fairly close. Fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I'm because this is the thing. This is the thing. It was fairly close in my opinion because I think Snoop held back, like in the second half of it. <laughs> like I don't think he was going full throttle. Like he left a lot of um, he left a lot of shit like um off the table, and I think it was because he was just being like a gracious friend. Because I think him and Dmx got out of a relationship, so I think he was kind of holding back just because of that. And Dmx kind of came in and and tried to and did what did his best. But, I mean, DMX had some shit I forgot about, though. I mean, DMX had a good run in the late 90s, and I keep on forgetting. I, I kind of completely forgot about it. So, yeah, I, I saw it. I was uh, I was thoroughly entertained, man. I, um, I, I apologize, DMX. I thought that it was going to be – it wasn't going to be as good as it was because I thought that DMX was limited, but he did pull out a whole lot of shit uh, that I didn't think about. So, yeah. shout out to him. Um I do hate DMX prayers. I don't know if I'm in the majority <laughs> or the minority. I hate what, a prayer. What a nigga said shit like this. Like that, nah, nigga. You gotta have a lot of oh, hate in your heart to hit a prayer, on. boy. <laughs> like, like, no, that shit <laughs> at all, nigga. I'd be like, nigga, if you don't come on, nigga. So are, you, be- so are you saying it got old? Like, so when he did the first prayer on It's Dark and Sellers Hot, like, you didn't, like, feel that? So when I first heard it, yeah, but it was okay. on like an album, and it was cool on an album. But like hearing that nigga do that shit live is like a whole different thing. And yeah. I mean, he can keep that. And nigga, and rappers be asking that nigga to do that shit. Like, seems like I feel like we should get this shit start off with a prayer, which I'm sure they probably talked about. But like, I don't like my prayers to rhyme, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, but how? Playing a little bit, huh? You feel like it's playing a little bit? No, I don't think. I don't think that. DMX is playing. I think he goes for play. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like <laughs> especially when his music is some of the more. And I'm not. I'm. I'm a huge DMX fan. All right, let me qualify this shit. So especially when you want this nigga to do the prayer, when most of his songs are gonna be like misogynistic and homophobic as fuck. Like he'll go straight from a prayer into fuck these faggots. You know what I'm saying? Like that'll be like something shit that he'll say on a song. Which is weird. Like, how did this nigga get tabbed to be Deacon Jones? Fucking. Okay. Uh, he said, "Where are the bitches is that?" First of all, that's one of the funniest questions you could ever ask somebody, and one of the most difficult if you've been drinking. It is because you really don't. Because a lot of times you don't really know where they at. That's right. A, but ask her where the bitches is at. It nigga. Hey, <laughs> we gotta have a podcast <clears throat> with some people of the cloth on to talk about what trait best makes you a good pastor. Is it like ability to harmonize when a choir song comes on? Is it <laughs> is it the cadence of your sermon at the end with the organ? 
Like, is it your message? Like, we got to get, like, mad rankings for pastors. Man. So first we got to rank the shit first up. All, we got to do all that shit. First of all, if you're not harmonizing with the choir at the beginning, ain't no way you're going to be able to funk, funk that organ at the end. I'm going to let you know that. <laughs> exactly. That, that, exactly. Like, like, you got to have all the above. A pastor that can sing, nigga, will fucking preach fucking circles around a pastor that can't sing. Like, I, I don't know nothing now. No, no pastor that can get that, ha, that, ha. You know what I'm saying? All that good cadence in there. At what point then that 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 don't mean that. Like you ain't gonna, you can't hot if you don't like they, they go in there. I like the pastor that marches in with the choir and kind of ad libs as the choir sings, like them old school Baptist churches. That's when you know you're gonna have some good church. Hey, if your choir is gonna if your choir still marching in, you gonna be in church for a long ass time. It's gonna be like five hours. <laughs> Okay, so you don't like how you pray. How how are you supposed to pray? I thought he prayed like what what would you expect? Y'all just don't rap it's it's a rap. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's like, for the love of money. Like nigga dog, nigga don't do that shit, dog. They don't don't rhyme my shit, dog. Don't rhyme it. Don't rhyme my prayer. Were we happy for DMX to have the, the strong the strong old man belly? Is that a sign of health? I'm just happy that nigga's not in prison and upright. You know what I'm saying? Like that nigga wasn't like it wasn't long ago. I, I guess it was long ago. Media takeout and shit is out. Media takeout is like showing pictures of this nigga looking like he about to die next week. I'm just happy to see DMX out in public doing like shows with Snoop on verses with 500,000 people watching. That's that's what I want to see. I'm just happy for that. Fuck everything. Right. I'd rather nigga be fat and sober nigga than skinny and on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like... That that nigga that nigga was coherent as fuck the whole time. So yeah. it looks like he's clean right now. So, yeah, yeah, I was nigga. having this debate. I was having this debate with my sister. You just want to pull up for a second. Mm-hmm. So you said on that shit, like if you had to rank like a hierarchy, <laughs> would you say like where would you rank on drugs, on that stuff, and on that shit? Like worst, <laughs> worst to absolute worst. So owning drugs is definitely your first step. Yeah, that's level one. I think on drugs, and then you start getting more specific, and you say nigga, nigga, on that, well, all that stuff, on that yeah. shit. Yeah, that's like niggas like, like pill poppers a little bit. Uh, nigga, that nigga's on that. On that stuff is still like it's all right. Like drugs, yeah. Like you know, no, that nigga, what? Right. Nigga talking, that nigga dancing so much and talking so much. Oh, like, that nigga on that uh, he on that stuff. stuff. I nigga on a little coke. Got a little bomb. All that stuff. That nigga on that shit. Hey, boy. You say clear. Right. Clear around right. from that nigga. Right. Right. On heroin. You yeah. almost got to scratch your own neck on, on that shit. Like, yeah, nigga on, on that shit. shit. That nigga on that shit, boy. That nigga is <laughs> liable to do it. He ain't coming back. That nigga go. That nigga on that shit, yeah. That shit do make you sick. Yeah. All right, yeah, thanks. I'm glad, thanks, I'm glad for, we pulled up. Thanks for the market research right. provided on that topic. The pullovers on this podcast are damn near better than the, the main podcast topics. But, uh, one, so. day, one day we're going to get an intern and he's just going to uh, put all the all the pullovers together, man. Oh, right, the right. Yeah, compilation. Whatever, so it's going to be cracking. 
So who who won for y'all then? In general, was it, it was Snoop? Was it pretty <clears throat> clear for y'all? Or? Snoop Dogg won before he walked in the fucking building. This this was this wasn't the topic of discussion for me. Who won? It was just gonna be how was it gonna lay out? And I thought so. It was interesting. Your take was Snoop kind of laid up to like make it look good for DMX. I thought he I thought he laid up because it was just what are we doing here? Like this really isn't a competition right now. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think it ever was really a competition. Snoop knows that he got DMX. That nigga's been relevant in the game for decades and still, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, well, let me get my other niggas off. Like he started playing shit like that represented where he was from and shit. And I think he was just on that shit because it wasn't really a competition. Yeah. So yeah. you touched on something like who exactly said these shits was competitions? Like I know the platform is called Versus and I think that's a little bit misleading. Yeah. And then people get out of just enjoying the music, like you said, like, because they're trying to make it like a competition with scorecards and all that, and that's not really what it is, because motherfuckers just kind of setting up their songs, like, nobody, which, maybe this one was more, like, matched up, but people just be playing their shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we're taking it kind of too seriously. I learned kind of how it worked this week. You know what I'm saying? Big up to the homie Ronnie, man. We've been talking about this shit for like literally an entire week straight. And I had to realize, well, this shit really isn't about who's the best artist. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's about who has more relevant songs, more recent songs that's going to resonate, you know what I'm saying? Connect with and be, you know what I'm saying? More aligned with the current culture. I'm like, if that's the case, you know what I'm saying? We can't have matchups. Like one of the matchups, like let's do... Mary J. Blige and Mariah. And I'm like, well, how is Mary J. and Mariah going to go head to head? Like, Mariah's a fucking titan in the game across the board. White, yellow, and polka dot. And Mary J. J. Blige, I mean, she's a fucking rock star, but she's not Mariah. But we started talking about, but we started talking about in a versus, Mary J. Blige will beat Mariah Carey. Because it's going to be in this dancery with a family affair versus hero. And, you know, that's going to win in a versus. No. Yeah, but she ain't got. She, yeah, not the same. In her repertoire, because you basically got to start with what Emancipation of Mimi in order to even like have them yeah. songs. Yeah. So yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it's really not. Well, but not always the party song. I mean, Vision of Love is definitely a point. I mean, this is that's a good song. It's just mm-hmm. really. I mean, but the thing is, when they they call it verses, and I think like kind of to five thousand mm-hmm. points misleading. It's really supposed to be like a celebration of music. And that's the what I gather from it. Like, I, it's more of like how I feel about like listening to the music. I don't try to score them or say one's better than the other, even though it might be clear that one artist has like a a better discography or some shit like that. But it's really about just enjoying the music. And I did. Um, I just I think we all have our opinions on who's a better artist, um, kind of up front anyway. So I think that it was a competition, and then who who was the first matchup that was like it's not a competition? Was it Nelly and who Nelly goes? With? I don't know. That was Ludacris. Ludacris. That's because Nelly got his ass whooped. Or was right. it Jill Scott and Erica Badu? But some they definitely said it wasn't a competition. Yeah, I think they might have been the first person like, oh, it's not a competition. Blah blah blah. Whereas I feel like Babyface was competing. Uh, I feel like one twelve and Jagged Edge were competing. Yeah, they were definitely competing. They were trying their yeah. best. That shit was so, trash. Like, <laughs> I think it just I think it just depends, man. I don't think so. I think 
that the Snoop DMX wasn't a competition. Like, I feel like same thing. Like Snoop, <clears throat> I think Snoop just went in there like, nigga, let's just kick it, have fun, because he respects DMX. They, you know, what I'm saying they cool, they homies, they're rapping each other's I think Snoop literally just want to go in there and have fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that shit showed. Like I think it was dancing and kicking and rapping DMX shit, because I think <clears throat> that nigga is really confident in this catalog. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. I don't think he was in there to beat DMX at all. I think that was just his mindset when he could have, but he was like, no, nah, I'm just going to come in here and kick it with him. That's the homie. I ain't trying to embarrass nobody. Um, but I do think that the versus, um, it's, it's fun. Like, you know, just going back and forth because people have their favorites and it's just good to say who, who would win in this competition. So, I don't know. I'm with it. Fine. Let's pretend like it's, you know. I think the niggas who are competing really don't feel like it's a... Um, a competition, and I already know what you're doing, Chef. You're trying to queue up your uh, Rick Ross. That's fine, man. That's what you want to do. But uh, yeah, but I know one thing. Versus definitely makes me disrespect niggas' uh, taste in music a lot. Like, boy, niggas don't know nothing about music. Niggas don't know <laughs> shit about. Music. Go ahead, go ahead, Five next. Like, I, I mean. <laughs> I can't even get into it, but motherfuckers don't know nothing about music. Say like, more. Motherfuckers just be talking. Like, <clears throat> it's the equivalent of somebody saying some bullshit, like a hot take in the barbershop, and now everybody's, like, repeating the same shit. Like, this uh, Rick Ross and 2 Chains battle. Motherfuckers been calling this motherfucker 2 Chains forever. Now he's titty-boarded. Everybody <laughs> on titty-boarded they try to... Laying credibility like they been knew about this nigga like oh my fucking gosh city boy ain't even the same nigga right like <laughs> and I mean what are you what are you trying to prove you know what I'm saying like these motherfuckers don't know that about so speaking of that me and J Joe have been having a bit of a back and forth between and this is the thing let me say this to defend myself when I saw the announcement of two chains versus Rick Ross for one it made perfect sense to me because they like the <laughs> They lead the clubhouse in opulent rap, like luxury bars and shit. So I was like, no, that makes perfect sense. They love rapping about rich shit. Um, Two Chains has that show, Most Expensive. It's on Vice Land. I don't miss the episode. I love it. I don't know if y'all be watching that shit. That shit great. But anyway, um, so it made perfect sense to me in terms of like them being head to head. I also think, like, I think Two Chains might be my favorite Atlanta rapper. Let me think. You heard of Outkast? You, you, you talking about ever no. or you talking about just currently? Currently. Like, I don't <laughs> like nothing. Like, no, it's, it's, relax. You're talking about in life. Bro, that's what they said. Uh, I didn't say in life. Ever, ever? I think, I think he, he's up there. Like He's like in my top five. And definitely currently, he's like one of my favorite. Um, he's my favorite got, currently. You, you, oh, no, you, right. you ain't got little baby at the top, yeah, he's my huh? favorite current. I, I, like, I really like two chains. But anyway, but them going against each other made sense i was like this will be close it won't be like a like a, a rollover and win but i am a huge rick ross fan i think rick ross has just more more music in general so i was like you know i got rick ross for the win so i feel like i was being gracious yeah. and jay joe came at my my whole community's neck about this and i didn't appreciate it that's all Your whole community. All right. so what, let me tell you what, what i'm community. Community. get him you know let me my tell community. What I- but I, so I, this is what I posted, and for whatever reason, Chef thought I was talking about him. I was, just but he wasn't that. the only one. Someone else was like <clears throat> at that nigga. Oh, Ronnie right. definitely said at that nigga. Right. So let me tell you what I. So when the shit came up, right, 
I was like, all right, that's cool, whatever, whatever. But then I started reading, Ross is about to wash this nigga, wash about to, uh, Ross about to smoke this nigga's boots or whatever. I'm like, God damn, like, do y'all niggas not know that 2 Chains did, like, a thousand features in, like, one year? Like, that, oh, no, nah, nigga, Ross, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, no, oh, like, Ross is cool. He has great albums, but he doesn't really make that many. Nah, I mean, that's that. He doesn't. He makes better albums than he does, like, hits and singles and shit on the radio. They just want to say, like, I don't even know why they did Ross and 2 Chains. They should have did Ross and T.I. So then I responded, like, I don't understand why so many niggas want to put Ross up with T.I. Because I don't think you're going to get past 2 Chains <coughs> or whatever. But then I realized that majority of niggas are like, Ross hands down, Ross is going to whatever clean this nigga's clock. They were either from Florida or they were fat niggas with beards um, who identify who have, who identify and who have been identifying with Rick Ross. And so I was just like, man, y'all check, y'all like check your bias at the door and just like listen to the music. So that that was it. And then Chef wanna <coughs> add me on some like Rick Ross shit, like I haven't heard and like I don't fuck. I fuck with Rick Ross. I like Rick Ross. When I thought that nigga died, I almost cried. Like I didn't realize I liked that nigga that much. He almost faded. Till he fake died, nigga. I was like, fuck. I forgot but, he almost fake. I forgot right. he almost died. It wasn't fake. He said he was about to fake die. He, died. he almost died. No, died. nigga. No, nigga said he died. I'm talking about that. The the internet killed Rick Ross for like yeah. an hour or two. I cried. Um, but yeah. So nigga's taking like, I don't like Rick Ross. Nigga, I love Rick Ross. I love his. That nigga, I don't love nigga like that. But I love the nigga music. So I fuck with him. I but Ti will clean ninety percent of niggas clocks going like that nigga's catalog is way too deep that's why that nigga went about battle 50 who he would have whooped yeah and that I nigga guess. calling out any nigga that nigga won't jay-z that's what i'm saying like that nigga gets smoked by jay-z because only nigga that can battle only niggas that can battle jay-z are drake and lil wayne and we'll talk about that later the little wayne versus <laughs> drake versus who will win uh but that's a whole other thing but yeah, man, niggas, niggas are putting Rick Ross's pussy on a pedestal, man, and that nigga's not a god. That nigga cool, and he's got some good songs, but so that nigga might lose. I, it's gonna whatever it is, it's gonna be close. And I'm just saying that, like, <coughs> y'all niggas been disrespecting Two Chains. So I agree with both of y'all. I ain't gonna disrespect Two Chains, like I said. I feel like he two has chain. enough music. Two Chains garbage. And then when I had chain. the when they had the head to head, I mean, cause only head to head I could think of was Ali Boom Baye. Uh, two chains kind of ripped that shit. So nah, they're, on, they're on a couple songs together. Because when I was looking at, keep talking. I'm about to find it. Wait. Yeah, I was say like you find other songs, but um, I mean we got a week. I mean I'll be on vacation, so I'll probably just post and listen to that shit um, while I enjoy my drugs and um, and catch a vibe. So it, I think it'll be a good. It'll be a celebration in general. Um, I'm gonna say that now just in case some shit happens and I get surprised and disappointed. But I really believe Rick Ross got it. I don't. I don't think Rick Ross has it. What's your hey, you, sound, you sound a lot humbler than you do on Facebook, my G. Just so you, just so you know, nigga, see your chest is your chest is a little bit more deflated. Like nigga, like you, you, you tap me the whole. What was saying something? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit on me. You mute now. Now you unmuted. Say oh. something. Oh, I wouldn't. I wasn't even saying nothing. I was kind of listening to y'all, but your mouth was moving. No, nah, I was probably just greeting myself. Oh. 
Not in a drug sort of way, but I was probably just gritting my teeth. You on that shit? That nigga, I like that. Bam, that call yeah, back. Make, make that shit. You still well, got, no. you still well, got no. your muscles. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> so what y'all niggas think about the the battle? Y'all y'all care? I don't. I don't think. I don't think Rick Ross has it. I don't. Oh, um. And God, and that's man. based off based off the conversation we just had. Do I think Rick Ross is a better artist than Two Chains? Yes, significantly. Do I like Rick Ross's music more than like Two Chains? Hell yeah. Like I. I mean I. I don't even think Two Chains is really nice. I think he's a trendy. He's got you know catchy type shit. But that's the reason why he's going to beat Rick Ross. Like, the songs that I think that Rick Ross is great about is, like, shit like Apple of My Eye. But, like, what are you about to put Apple of My Eye up against, like, for 2 chains? Like, half the motherfuckers not even going to know what the fuck that is. Rick Ross has a little bit, I'm not saying that he's like this person, but he has a little bit of a Nas factor, right? Nas has great music, but you don't want to put him in a versus because a lot of those songs aren't going to be hits. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be smash singles. So Jay-Z will destroy Nas in the verses. That doesn't mean that Jay-Z is the better rapper or anything like that. It's just the way that verses is set up. If you're a catchy rapper with, like, 2 Chainz has, like, 30 songs where he fed a chick to his mattress, right? All of those songs are going to be used. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to resonate with people more than, like, you know what I'm saying? Maybach music. It's just the fact of what the music is. What do you think, five thousand? <clears throat> um, just depends on what you're into. Like, I think Rick Ross will probably win just because he has uh, a bigger body of work. Um, but again, I think it's entertaining. I'm not gonna see it as a battle because these are both artists that I like. So I think I'm just gonna enjoy good music going back and forth. Like. It, I mean, you can make a case, I think, either way. But I think if I had to pick a winner, I would probably say Ray Ross. Where's he from? North South Florida? Yeah, it's not, that's not a, a bias. If you're talking with the microphone on top of your head. so that, that, was, that was wondering why I found like he's so far away. This guy. That's been off my, off my shit today, man. Fuck. All right, cool. So Mr. Guy like, number one, wake up. No, I'm here. I'm listening to y'all talking about Rick Ross and two chains. But y'all, I have no skin in the game. I, I mean, I, I think when they announced this versus, I was like, Ugh, I guess I'm not really a fan of either one. Whoa, you're, what do you you're like? not a fan of either one? Mm-mm. What music do you like? What rappers? Do you I like? like rap. I mean, I like. She's not against rap. Know, like, you like? Don't care. So. So, Marley, so, so given, no. so, so given that switching gears, just a little glass bit, anywhere. Let's talk about, let's talk about Boogie Down want, Production. Let's get your opinion on what is it, Usher or Breezy? Oh yeah, right I don't right. like them niggas either. What? Really? God, I mean, listen to both of them, nigga. Yeah, we, we can't talk talk about music. How do you not like Usher or Breezy? Right. I but, definitely don't like Chris Brown, but I mean, so. Why is that? I feel like Usher would kill him with classics. All Chris Brown songs sound the same. I mean, Chris Brown is just, to me, he's just not my era. So, I, I mean, what, I was in, what, college when, when Yo came out? <laughs> like, he was a kid. True. That shit was groovy, though. Niggas used to do I mean, the yeah, Yo. I, it was groovy, so, but nigga, I was old. I wasn't like, ooh, Chris Brown. So that goes back to recency bias, right? And if you look at Usher, Usher has how many followers on Instagram? So like eight million. Chris oh, he does. How many does Chris Brown have? Like seventy million. 
Oh. <laughs> oh shit. For real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so I'm saying, like, how can how can seventy million versus eight million? How is that gonna? How does that work in the verses? It works. For, I mean, they're gonna say Chris Brown gonna win. I saw a mean this on. I saw a tweet someone posted like, um, it's like y'all gonna put um, y'all gonna put superstar. Yeah, yeah, wait, not superstar. Superstar is gonna lose to find China, and that's why we can't get a good education system in America. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Cause that I is what like they, 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 I don't even they, know fine China. Fine China is cool. It's like I Michael do Jackson. Know fine China. You know fine China. So fine China rides a little bit, but I was like I superstar. Fine China. Fine China really? definitely doesn't ride. Sing it. No, I'm, I'm definitely not gonna sing. It. I mean, but hum it so I can know. Like I, I can't even hum it. I like to play it. Well, I've never heard the song. Here it comes. Here it comes. Three, two, one. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Hey, boy. MG won't be, sleep- be sleeping the wheel, boy. Hey. Like, I ain't talking. I like that. I'm not going to that song maybe <laughs> two times in my life. Niggas not agree with a little bit. Fine China played in the early vibe in any club in America. Yeah. So what's, your, so, so what's Bishop Girls? What 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 are you saying about Fine China? Like you don't he know any Chris Brown songs? Chris Brown I mean, song? I like like I like Chris Freaky songs like Take You Down, uh, Fuck You Back to Sleep. <laughs> what what you have flip flops so much you like. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even really know that nigga. I was in kind right. of. No, 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 no. So why I thought about it, I know Chris <laughs> I know literally two. Those two songs. You keep lying. You don't literally just know two Chris Brown songs. So I'm gonna say out of his three. entire catalog. Fine China and take you down. I barely know Fine China. You played it for five minutes and I didn't. Know, I didn't pick up two songs. You you two stepped to Fine China. We all have. But, you said it. You said it played in the clubs. I'm asking what year, like not yesterday. Like, you know this song? Club yesterday, I the club yesterday. You know this song? <laughs> yeah, because COVID, but still. I don't know the song. You have y'all not? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's DJ shit. I don't no, know. if we if we did that, you know this. Do you know Deuces? No guidance, my nigga. Yes, that's not Chris yeah. Brown. That's Drake. That's Chris Brown. That's Chris Brown. It's a Chris oh, Brown song. Told you. Don't. You know. I thought it was Drake's song. Hey, boy, bro, I don't understand oh, how. Of course, I know Cole's ain't loyal. Oh God. But I promise you, I've never purchased a Chris Brown album or anything. That's fine. Yeah, right. That's 13. Most of Chris Brown's fans have never purchased a Chris Brown album. It just came out at a time. Niggas don't buy albums no more. That's why if you look at record sales, Usher crushes Chris Brown, but nobody bought albums from 2006 and on. But Jason is playing like radio hits. I listen to the radio, nigga. No, obviously you don't listen to the radio because you didn't understand. You didn't. You've never heard most of those songs. <laughs> obviously, you have not. Heavy radio rotation. Right. It was, was the argument though. Usher versus Chris Brown. You chose that Usher. Usher will. I would say Usher will win, but like Wood said, it's 
it's generation. It's based on, it's based on who's listening. It is yeah. two different generations. It's, it's rough. Cause I, I wouldn't I'm, say I'm, generations because we ain't old enough to be their parents. But JoJo you, just played. JoJo just played six about six recent bangers. Right? Bangers. Those are hot yeah. ass songs. Yeah. Yeah. No guidance is a banger. Um, fine yes. Enough. No guidance. Yes, that was my jam, but like, I thought it was great. Th- those are so hot ass songs. So, so what is Usher about to do in Fine Chain? He about to pull out, I mean, My Way, and I love My Way. But, <laughs> oh man, you made it sound, you made it sound bad now. <laughs> but, no, yeah. but I'm saying it's the same discussion we're having. It's the same discussion we're having. Like, this nigga pulls out That's deuces why and shit. do matchups, man. Oh, deuces. That it, shit over. That's and, how you gotta play the And then you can play You Don't Have to Call. Like, you don't have to call Rise. It does. Deuce's remix is over with. Yeah, Deuce's remix. Just go ahead and chalk that up Wait, for Wait, what's Deuce's? Oh, I Need a Girl, part one. Hey. Man, he can play anything off of Confessions. Mm, 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 mm. What we gonna do now? Mm, mm. Down on the club. You've never heard this, MG? You don't have to wait for the beat to drop if you've heard it before. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know Chris Brown like that, huh? Nah. I mean, you don't know Deuces. I know this song. Niggas have songs that I mean, niggas Deuces. got cars that pay play sounds. <laughs> Maybe because y'all be fake DJing. I yeah, don't Deuces. know. Slapper blood. So that, so that, so that, that's how. So that's what. That's how you prove your point with just shallow insults. Come on, we're older <laughs> than that. I mean, come on. Because y'all got your little DJ equipment, got your little DJ equipment, y'all think y'all, see, that's what's wrong with us as a people. That's what you got to protect DJs, man. Nah, man, we made the world go around. Shout out to DJ J Nice. DJ COVID. DJ COVID. Not DJ COVID. What's your DJ name, Wood? Huh? The same same name I have at Bootlegger, man. DJ Goodwood. Goodwood Productions. Let's go. You don't, he DJ Goodwood. Five thousand DJ now. Five thousand got his his equipment, as he like to say. Oh, you do. What's your DJ name? Five thousand. I ain't got one. It's five thousand. My watch colleague, my watch colleague clumped that on me. My own hard drive with all the music on it. So, so I can't. Uh, I can't even. They go to it. That was your. They go your career. <laughs> right up in flames. That nigga pulled over in the engine. Yeah, open it very close. Yeah. Pulled over, could get in there. I think I need. I think it's the carburetor, man. I think I need a new cord. I just ain't got around to doing it. That's when all the stores was closed. It's always a catalytic converter, dog. That's what it always. Right, always. Yeah, you ain't even get a chance to name yourself. Exactly. Okay, chef. It's on you now. What's your DJ name? I don't DJ. Cut creator. Right. Hey, boy, that's hilarious. Nigga. God damn, boy. I don't damn. get it. You huh? old. You L. Cool J's DJ. Oh, is that what it? Oh. Yeah. Just, I don't be knowing shit. But she said, what's your DJ name? What's your DJ's name? Cut Oh, shit. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> Come on, man. Probably good, bro. You ain't no legit. You should have got that. Uh, you right, you right. I'm on the hall I am. Diddy bud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we talked about Megan the um, stallion getting shot by um old boy the other day. Um What? What are we doing? 
We go from happy to sad to happy to sad again. <laughs> it's the bipolar episode. Everybody <laughs> hear all the emotions. That's what happens when I say I, I don't read the motherfucker. Where we go with this? Now. Take, take advantage of you, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tell me, like, like, oh, like, we're going to read it. We just right. gonna ride around the yeah, freeway. Yeah, yeah. Bam, both sides. I like this. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we talked about Meg's value. <laughs> she came out with a statement. Um, this week saying that shit ain't funny when y'all niggas like cracking jokes about me getting shot. Um, so what do you think about that, uh, Mr. Girl Number One? We never we need a woman's perspective on Meg getting shot because um, we was like cracking jokes and shit and kind of not taking it serious. Y'all was cracking jokes. What was funny about it? I'm bullshit. We weren't cracking jokes. People were. Society was. Well, that's fucked up. The mystery girl don't even listen to the podcast. Yeah. What were y'all talking about? She didn't whoop on that nigga like niggas thought. She said nothing. Like she said, she just got she got attacked and got shot. No, not she wasn't just sitting there in the passenger seat chewing on some juicy fruit, and a nigga just pulled a pistol out on her. Some words were exchanged. Something happened to make that little nigga do that shit. Like she can't play that in the cinema room. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can call a nigga a pussy nigga, but that don't mean you got to get shot. No, well, right. not ain't, no, not, ain't, no. Now wait a minute. Now that oh, no. in a perfect world, yes. But every nigga ain't mentally built to deal with that shit. You call some niggas a fuck nigga or a pussy nigga and you're in close proximity, your ass is got. Like, every nigga ain't programmed to deal with that shit. Oh, that's bad because I've been called all sorts of manner of types of niggas. I'm about to say, why we can't just have mutual respect for each other? Like, why anybody got to be called anything? Oh, that sounds that sounds too much like that. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that shit crazy. Oh, yeah, let me pull over one more time. Anybody get these random text messages with just an IP address in them? <laughs> Y'all getting that? No. No. That's not, that sounds no. terrible. Your phone is hacked. Yeah. That's from all that right. porn. I don't watch porn on. On your phone? Oh, yeah. Huh. I don't. <laughs> you got to separate your porn from your phone. Go solid nigga 5,000 because that's the only way I look at it. <laughs> um, But no, for real. Um. I mean, it's unfortunate that she got shot, but the crazy thing is, it's like there's no record. LAPD police records didn't say she got shot. It said she got cut. For real? So yes. So well, I'm not sure. What really, I'm not sure what's going on. What's happening? I feel like these, I feel like some. This is so. Here's, here's my thought, Mr. Grunner boy. So this shit happened um, at the car, one of the Kardashians' house. Kylie. She's a yeah, kid. yeah, yeah. Her. So this is my thing. I feel like this is a cover up somehow because it's connected to them white folks. And I know everybody would be like, "Chef, racist." But here's the thing: for one, that nigga, that nigga Tory Lanez ain't been deported to goddamn can like you need to be for making shitty music and shooting people. Uh, 
Like they they haven't said no one said shit. Like no one's like, oh man, she definitely got shot. Oh, he's definitely going to go to prison. No one has said anything. Like no one's like kind of just saying this is what happened and and crime a crime was committed. No one's doing that directly. So everybody being kind of shady about it, which makes me feel like like who who what happened? And then Meg is going in like y'all ain't protecting them. Like don't y'all you got shot by that nigga man. Like chill out. So all right. The women protection shit is coming up again, and I don't like it. All right, so <laughs> what? Hold on, you like guess that? what? So first and four fucking most, right? Men are not entire entitled to protect you from your own bad fucking situations. Okay, if you put yourself in stupid ass fucking situations, there is no population niggas that are supposed to be there to fucking save you. Okay, that is that is not our fucking job. You can't expect niggas to do that. If you're fucking stupid, that's your fucking result that you fucking stupid. Secondly, if Meg the fucking Stallion does a fucking public press conference to explain her fucking situation and she gets fucking laughed at, once again, not our fucking fault. You're the one that did a public fucking press conference. If you got shot, guess what, bitch? You just got shot. When Tupac got shot, that nigga just got shot. We saw him in the wheelchair outside. He shot a deuce or whatever, got in the car, and went the fuck on. Did an album later. Why are we having a fucking press conference? If you get laughed at at a press conference, bitch, you deserve it because you was at a fucking press conference. You think it's uh, you think it was for attention? It's a press conference. Wait, did she give a real press conference, or I just know that she went live on IG? That's a press That's conference. Kind of like a, That's kind of like a press, press conference. conference. What else do you do a press conference for to update people who don't know you on your situation? Okay, I live I live in Maryland. I don't give a fuck what happened, but you decided to share Some that with the world. People were worried about Megan, man. Yeah, she has, they were she has worried fans. to make sure she was okay. She she she's still when she comes out you when she drops fans. the song when she drops your the song you'll know that she's you. fine. She did not die, right? There was not a homicide, but she decided to announce and share. What she was going through. When you share, especially on social media, you leave yourself up to stupid people and people that are going to laugh at you and people who don't care. Because honestly, there are people in this world that don't care. But don't take that bullshit and be like, see what I'm talking about? Niggas don't, men don't protect women. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Hack the fucking internet and stop the feed? Like, what? That's, that's retarded. That makes no sense. I don't, I, I don't fuck with the women. The men don't protect women shit. That's bullshit. <clears throat> so you throw this on the pile with, um, things that women tell us is our job like how you know women can quickly tell you what's a man's job it's all a part of the same thing so the and i've said i've said this about racism i've said this about sexism protest has a momentum to it right when you protest it builds a momentum and what you begin get accustomed to is protest it's like the saying if all you have is a hammer everything begins to look like a nail so if the only way you interact with men is by protesting their existence and the things that they do, that is the way you're going to interact with things. That is the way you're going to react. I'm not saying that some of the some of the gripes and some of the issues are not valid. Some of them are very valid, you know what I'm saying? And we should take action to resolve those. But a lot of this shit y'all coming up with is bullshit. Like regardless of the real problems that are going on between men and women, feminine, you know, regarding feminism and we, the gender gap and uh, violence, domestic violence and things like that and not valuing women in the work, workplace. This is like the Uncle Ben's rice is slavery of that. Like, what the fuck are we even talking about? Men are not protecting women. That's the stupid shit I ever heard. 
I, I think we should get out of the gender war, though. It's always, like, yeah. us versus them, and it shouldn't be that way. Like, we should be in partnership. That's the problem for me. It's always, like, men do this blanket statement. Women do this blanket statement. And, like, we can't find no common ground like that. Well, we got to find the women first that believe that a man can never be do his 50 because of childbirth first. All right, so on the other side of that, is that I didn't know that so many women didn't feel like black men protected them. So when one of the homies posted that, and it was so many um, comments of just about microaggressions and this some some shit that men let slide. I mean, it was a, it was a little eye opening for me. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, if women and you know specifically black women feel like and you know they're not being protected by us as black men. I feel like you, you gotta listen. But on that same token, like he also posted, like, "Hey, black men are feeling like they're not being loved black by black women." You know, can the men just please kind of expound on it? And you just had all these black women jumping in with their opinions on it, mm-hmm. which is not what happened when he did it the other way. So, um, I think that. <clears throat> Help, 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 help needs to be there on both sides. So. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. I think men, women, different need to be careful, right? Because your opinion is one message, but we receive multiple messages. You know what I'm saying? So what, how is a man supposed to feel when he wakes up? And there's one group of women that may have a legitimate or illegitimate, right? Men aren't protected women. You have another one, niggas ain't shit because they don't take care of their kids. Niggas ain't shit because of this. Niggas ain't shit because they only care about themselves. We receive every single one of those opinions, even though one of those opinions may only have been given by yourself. But us as a receiver, how is a black man supposed to function in a world where he gets that feedback? And it's daily, right? Like, you go on Facebook, you go on Twitter, it's a who's who of niggas ain't shit, right? How well, Nigga, it was niggas ain't shit this week because our mama's gonna sit in the front. <laughs> right, right. So how so how are black men and we talked about healing and going through shit and black men carry this burden and white men I mean no women. Black women carry this burden. How are men supposed to function in a day to day when that is the feedback we get every single day? From our that not rooted in relationship racism, this is our own people, our own women. How how is a man supposed to do it? You, you do a lot of drugs. Um, <laughs> but niggas ain't shit because all they do is do drugs and play video games. It's like wait, what? Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, and, I, and granted, I don't necessarily, I hear that noise mostly on the internet, and I don't have to necessarily deal with it in my own my own home, but in general, you still hear it. So it's like, okay, um, and I think it's by design. Like, I think gender wars, for us specifically, the people is stuff by design, because you don't necessarily, and granted, I'm not, I don't have the keys to white Twitter. But I, I bet you bottom dollar that they don't have these same type of gripes and arguments on the day on the daily. Like it's every day, and it's different degrees of it. And even if you listen to like different podcasts that have a more feminist bent, which I do because I like to listen to other opinions, it's the same thing. Like, well, you know, niggas is trash. It's, it's like a it's like commonplace, and it's like that type of rhetoric is doesn't gain anything, and all it does is divide. So. But I think it's all done on purpose, so you know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, nobody really wants to unify because we could unify. It's always it's all divisive. Remember, we was unified for like two weeks. Like, 
When Black Lives Matter first cracked off. Yeah. I, was about, I was about to say in in in, in what year of this ten year of this ten year one year that we're living was that? Like every month is a year in twenty twenty. That was like when shit first popped though. It was sweet. Like I was like, I'm feeling real good. And the next thing you know, I remember people started they started doing like you need to protect women and believe. I was like, what happened? What, what I know. I, I don't know who started it. Like, yep. That is why. I didn't like that whole thing um, because I, I I just don't think it was an appropriate time to start this conversation. You know what I mean? Like our people united would never be defeated, and I feel like you know right now it was a time for us to unite. Like from I personally don't feel that way, but since so many of my sisters felt unprotected, I feel like, and I guess so many black men feel unloved. I feel like that is deeply rooted and it's an issue that goes <clears throat> far back. So right now, let's let's deal with the lecture at hand. We chose right now in 2020 during this pandemic to focus on, you know, our civil liberties and civil rights. So why are we unpacking other shit? Like we can't focus. And I feel like that is our generation's demise is that. <laughs> We freaking cannot focus on nothing. Like, what is our what is our North Star? I ain't no North Star. We got many. We got many. We got every, every week is something different. Yeah. And it, we yeah. can. We're not gonna get anything accomplished at this rate, you know. And we losing the likes of, you know, you know. We're gonna lay John Lewis to rest tomorrow, and like they is literally fought their whole lives. And they had a, a a vision and a purpose and a goal. And I feel like, what's our shit? Because every if, week it changes. If Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was alive today, they'd be like, fuck this nigga. He'd be fucking all these hoes. <laughs> they do that. They do, they do that every year on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Like today. Today is not MLK Day. Nobody has shit to say about Martin Luther King, right? There's no issue <laughs> with MLK. But when that goddamn MLK 2021 rolls around, and what them takes is going to roll again. Everybody's going to have a problem with it. He's like, yeah, the Being cool for the internet. Being cool for the internet. But the thing is, is you know, and, and we talk about black people and white people and, you know, how we, we're mistreated. You're right. On MLK Day, the, the main people talking shit about MLK is us. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not white folks. <laughs> they love them. Nah, we are all worst enemies. <laughs> Shit, crazy, yeah. Well, I don't know what we got from that one, but that's. I'm discouraged. I need to take an edible before I go to sleep now. Um, so let's lighten it up. I'm about to close the shit out. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Want to see a dead body face ass? Like so. I'm cool with this because I'm a fan of Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. But I think Roy Jones Jr. doing this because he ain't got no bread or something. It got to be that because um, Mike Tyson in, in good shape, man. And I don't know if Roy Jones Jr. is. What's, what's y'all take on this? So the, both these cats are older, right? They're older in their yeah. lives. Yeah. And as you get older, one thing you're going to lose is speed and ability to get the fuck out of the way of things, right? Mm-hmm. So Roy is slower than what he was, right? But... You're not really going to lose knockout power. I mean, as you get older, you get strong. You get old man strength, right? When we saw Mike Tyson working out, 
if you're Roy Jones and you do not have the ability to get out of the way of that, because both these motherfuckers are probably going to land hits on each other. They're just slower. They're just slower human beings. You do not want to eat any of this shit that motherfucking Mike Tyson is fucking serving. If Mike Tyson hits that nigga anywhere above his motherfucking shoulders, it's he's going to sleep. Like I saw that. I saw that motherfucker puncher. Mike Tyson looks very dangerous. Now when his when his um, trainer was punching him, that shit looked terrible. The trainer was like, "Stop." Yeah, yeah man. Um, <clears throat> first of all, aren't they two different weight classes? First, first of all, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, are they the same weight class? And I ain't want y'all that, to clown me. Well, maybe not uh, no more. Not, What's Roy? Nah. So Mike Tyson was a heavyweight. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure Roy Jones was like a middleweight. He retired as a light heavyweight because he gained some weight. And when he be- when he went to light heavyweight, that was the worst shit he could have done because he wasn't fast anymore. Right. And that's when you realize that nigga had a glass jaw because he was getting caught. Uh, who was the nigga from Florida that kept beating that nigga? That Tarver? Was that it? Not Antonio Tarver. What's that nigga's name? Uh, oh, that nigga, 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 nigga beat that nigga twice. It was the saddest shit that nigga beat him. Somebody Google it, please. Who? That nigga took Roy Jones out the game. But anyway, uh, what Wood said, nigga, like, <laughs> it's supposed to be exhibition, but it doesn't look like it in Mike it's, Tyson's it's eyes. It's Tarver. Huh? Antonio Tarver. Antonio so, Tarver. was right. All right, look yeah. at me. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, Antonio Tarver, like, took that, took that nigga's, like, last little bit of happiness. And <laughs> Roy Jones hasn't been the same since. And that nigga looks hella slower. Like, in Mike Tyson. Not like he looks like Mike Tyson of old, but man, that nigga is nigga still has that punching power, nigga. Like, like I said, old man strength, nigga. Like, that's the thing about old niggas, right? Like, if you watching like your fucking feed on Instagram or something, you see them fights. It's like, yeah, the young niggas are cool until they get hit by that them old ass <laughs> knuckles. And like niggas been taking tire lugs off with their bare hands for years, nigga. Like, you ever seen a nigga? <laughs> A old nigga reaching the oven and grab a piece of right. toast, nigga. Like, like, the fuck, the nigga. Hey, nigga, you know we got a mint, right? Oh, they no goddamn mint. Oh, no, 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 fuck that shit. Fuck that shit, nigga. Just grab the fucking tea kettle, nigga. So, <laughs> yeah, fucking Roy Jones is cool until he gets hit, man. And, and Mike Tyson looks like he could eat Roy Jones punches and not like vice versa. <clears throat> yeah, Mike Tyson uh, definitely still looks like a machine in them workout videos. So, um, it's going to be a good fight, but I think Roy, as a technician, will uh, make it interesting. Like, a lot of people think Roy doesn't stand a chance, and I mean, he's also a professional and was kind of at the top of his game for a while, so I think it'll be closer than people think, yeah. Well, I I think we'll know, just like most Tyson fights, fights Fights will know. (laughs) They can ding yourself, man. No, no, we don't know that shit, man. Producers, producers, so um now i lost my fucking train of thought so um shit right yeah so i'm saying like this nigga roy is a fighter he like you said he's a technician so he's gonna revert back to that mike tyson knocks niggas out so he's gonna revert to that you know what i'm saying he's he doesn't have like a let's go he doesn't have a layup right that we Mike goes and tries to destroy people, and I think that's what he's gonna try to do to Roy Jones, but that's all he knows how to do. And I hope Roy, as a technician that he is, gets the fuck out of the way. Cause if Tyson hits him with one of the motherfucking 
one of them school buses, like it's it's gonna be a wrap. What scares me is Mike Tyson crazy a little bit, and he a has lot a switch of it, a lot of it. So I, I I like I feel like this is an exhibition fight, and I think exhibition has a connotation of kind of keeping it fairly cool. But I feel like when the bell rings, he's gonna go straight to back to 1988, and that's and that's what I'm concerned about for Roy because I like Roy and I don't want him to like be incapacitated. But but that's but that's my point. It's an exhibition, right? So like Mike Tyson doesn't have an exhibition mode, right? Like he's not gonna like dance and do like a little the little dance in the corner and play. We've never seen that from him. All right, and first off, if you all right, so if they do the fight and Mike Tyson comes out with that with that blanket with the head, with, with the hole I'm cut in leave. it and oh, the black trunks, it's, it's over. <laughs> it's always it's a wrap. over. It's a wrap. And, and Roy Jones comes out to living in America with a top hat on, <laughs> like red, white, and blue britches. I'm like, no, Jesus, no, stop it. Not like that. Oh, I'm I'm like, I listen to I listen to that. I listen to that. The fucking Roy Jones interview. That nigga didn't say it. Sound like he wanted to fight that nigga. He sounded like I'm the underdog. The only thing I got behind me is Jesus. <laughs> all I need. Man. I'm like, you oh, didn't call man. that Jesus, right? Jesus, like, I don't even know you like that. <laughs> right? Jesus, like, mm-hmm. all the little children. <laughs> there's, I mean, Mike Tyson too. There's two cats on this planet you should not be happy to fight. One of them is Mike Tyson. The other one is Be Hot. Like these motherfuckers like fighting too much to go and play play fight with them. Like, See, uh, I only saw still pictures of Mike Tyson, and that nigga didn't really look ready. So oh, I didn't see the video. That oh, you, you need to go see the video. Oh, you need to go oh, see the video. That nigga looked all old to me. <laughs> all right, oh, don't worry about it. That nigga moved like a young man. Right, that nigga. I've been waiting for this shit all week. I've been watching all. He like I've been watching all these verses, and ain't nobody called me yet. And he finally got his shot. And he's not going to disappoint. Just Google that shit real quick. Mike Tyson training. I'm about to send it to you on Instagram. Don't worry about it. How old is dude? 54? Oh. Shit. Yeah, this might be an Apollo situation. Like, y'all saw the video when he was, like, with the little Italian cats or whatever. Like, just chopping it up with him. And he was, like, doing little moves to show him, like, boxing shit. In that little... Eight second clip that nigga look dangerous. Like, no man. Like, why did you? Oh like, yeah, like you're like at a bar or something. That nigga just did like. I think it was like at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, right. That nigga like just duck in this one three times or three like a three piece combo nigga. Yeah, like, oh, like yeah, no. Nah, like I, I don't have time for that man. Why? Why did we choose Mike Tyson? Out of all the niggas you could have chose, you chose Mike Tyson. <laughs> Boy, that nigga need the money, bro. That, it has to be it. That nigga should have hit up Sugar Shane. Cause Sugar Shane ain't about anybody to do nothing. They gonna be dancing at each other. Right. How many rounds is gonna last? Well, it's only supposed to be for three. How many rounds is gonna last then? One and a half. I think it's gonna go three. I, I don't. I don't think. I think it's gonna make it interesting enough to where he gonna fuck up. He gonna fuck with Roy. But I don't think Tyson's gonna knock him out. I think that would just be too fucked up for him to do on national television. I don't know if he can I stop. Think said, I, I think they said they're not going for knockouts. Now, I oh, mean, really? it's not stopping nobody from blacking out. But yeah. So, so, but this goes this, this goes back to my point. This is like so. There's a pit bull that you fight often, and you go try to have a conversation. With it's like, all right, we're not gonna bite this time. Like, how? What are you gonna tell Mike Tyson? Like, we're not gonna try to knock niggas out. Or what you call me for? If you wanna if right. you don't wanna knock niggas out, you call the wrong nigga. Right. Damn, dude is in shape shape. 
Oh, so you now you watching it? Uh, right, right. Now you about to go shovel that nigga driveway. Now I'm about to go have, have him come shovel your driveway. He can come dig yak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how that that laugh means. Because see, that nigga still bit a nigga ear off. He crazy. I think he said, hey, eat your children, nigga. Like, uh, he said, I'll, right. eat, I'll eat your children, praise to Allah, in the same, like, in the same statement. That nigga's a nightmare. Impenetrable, nigga. He said, my style, my style is impetuous. Uh, and, uh, I know the podcast. When I listen to that nigga podcast, that nigga was like, I used to get my dick sucked in and eat several pigeons. I'm like, what? What are you talking I'll about? I'll make you my bitch, faggot. I'll fuck you. Like, I'll fuck you in the ass. Da, 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 da. I eat Ugh. your fucking kids. Praise to Allah. It was like, wait, what? <laughs> what, boy? That nigga's, a, that nigga's scary. He's a lunatic, dog. You don't, you don't, you don't do exhibition fights with lunatics. That's just not gonna end well. Unless you need the money. But you know, so... I think I'm worried. Who, who can't control my? <laughs> But wait, are there any videos of um, Roy Jones fighting? He don't yeah. fight. Yeah, let me t- let me say let me say it for you. It's not as he froze. Fluid. <laughs> it's not as fluid. But the only nigga that can control Mike Tyson is dead. Cause yeah, that's it. Yeah, because I mean, what's called uh, Don King? He can't control him. Is Don King alive? Fuck with Don King no more. No, I can't so, Blackest King went on the dossier. What? Who? Yeah, I don't even know what Blackest King is. Right. That's the Beyonce documentary that's coming out tomorrow. Goodbye. Well, but you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. Go ahead. All right, man. So we were playing. Um, it was, I was at my homeboy's sleepover house. Sleepover house. Hold on, man. Run this back, man. And we talked about this on the last episode. Nigga, get on the podcast and get stage fright. Nigga, shut up. Right. I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, everybody want to be on the podcast. Doesn't want to be on the podcast. Right. Is at your homeboy sleepover house. Right, let's go. <laughs> Take it from the top. Take it from the top. We're playing that Super Mario One, and you know, like you mean you Super keep... Mario Brothers, right? Super Mario One, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers One. So you know, if you keep going down in the warp zone, you can get into a zone where you get like 50, 50 60 lives. So man, I was up to like eighty lives. This nigga home, this nigga brother came in. He was like twenty two at the time. This nigga was drunk. And walk right in front, walk right in front of Nintendo, and just kick that mug. <laughs> kick the Nintendo, cut it off. And I said, Steve, I had eighty-two. <laughs> he said, Man, greed a killer, man. <laughs> walk off drunk. Learned the lesson. Still think about that lesson to this day. I do too. Greed man. A killer, I, man. I heard, I heard that story, man. And you know, he 
saying? I'm live by it, man. Hey, but what's funny, what's the most funny thing about that story is when your parents agreed to let you go over there, they wasn't expecting, like, that nigga drunk-ass 25-year-old brother to be lurking around. <laughs> right. <laughs> And you're not going to tell them that shit because right. you want to go back over there and play Nintendo right. again. <laughs> what y'all did? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. Have fun playing Mario Bros. Eat pizza. <laughs> shit. We got 80 men. <laughs> we got 82, we got 82, 82 men. <laughs> oh, my God. Whew. Oh, nigga. Oh. All right. Sorry. Hey, boy. <laughs> The fucking character show up at a nigga house and spend the night. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's always some bullshit. Nigga show out when he no, spend the night time. It's some bullshit. Like, fuck, what did I get myself into? <laughs> like, um, like, I think I didn't know this nigga sister was slow. Kentucky Kingdom the next day. Like, Kentucky Kingdom, like a amusement park in Kentucky or whatever. So he was like, Yeah, nigga, we don't come over to your house. Like, and just we'll just go from there. I was like, Cool. So I go over there. He's like, Man, my mama don't cook or nothing. You don't have to, like, order some Chinese food or something. Like, you got any money? I'm like, Wait. Like, your mama, like, they ain't gonna provision no food or drinks. He's like, Nah, nigga, we just gonna walk to the Chinese um, shop and get some, like, fried rice or some shit. I'm like, Nigga, yeah, don't take care of you over here. He's <laughs> provision. <laughs> Yeah, the tax is fed his own warehouse. So you know you ain't even shit in the park the next day. <laughs> no bottle of waters and no ice cream. Cone. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the night in a fucking kindergarten with my white my white best friend at the time, man. Fucking Andrew Brandon, man. Shout out to that nigga. Well, man, uh, I went to I went to his house the first time. I, that that nigga's parents were divorced, and his older brother cussed at his mama. That was the first thing I saw. In life, nigga. And then the second thing was, nigga, like they had spaghetti and milk. Like I never fuck with milk, a because I'm black, nigga. But they were like, you finish your milk, nigga. So nigga, I like, ate all my spaghetti, <laughs> nigga. nigga. Saved the milk to the end, nigga. Just took that shit like that's 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 it is. That's what the fuck they was doing, dog. And I, I took that stupid ass milk to the head, man. But wait, the milk was the drink. Yes, that shit ain't refreshing at all. Ew. That shit does not go to God. And I don't drink fucking milk just in no fucking cereal or nothing, man. No. Neither, I don't Do they get milk. it from a milk can or do they like have a carton of milk? Fuck you, dog. You keep trying to call me old for this whole fucking <laughs> milk <laughs> man. Thing. This nigga asked me to deliver that shit in the daytime with a block of ice, dog. With <laughs> 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 a glass bottle, nigga. And nigga said, said, your outhouse is in the front of the back. <laughs> <laughs> Slick dish, sneak dish it all day, dog. That's cool. That's why Red Ross <laughs> lose. It is your fault. Fuck. With all right. due respect. Uh, with all due respect, man. I know this is a, a recurring. With all due respect that I do, man. But um, shit's true, man. And that is, give people their roses, man, while they're here. Um, like I said, I'm in Nashville, man. 
and I'm here because my maternal grandmother passed. A little bit about her, man. She's an Aries like me, man, a firecracker. Uh, people say I remind her, remind them a lot of her, man. Always dancing, always kicking it. Um, so she passed Friday uh, at the age of 97, uh, which is great. You know what I'm saying? She lived a full life, but I still wasn't ready to let her go. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think the rest of my family was because she was such an inspiration. But, man, she outlived 99% of her friends. Uh, she was, she had four siblings. She outlived all her siblings. Um, you know, she she's seen a whole lot in 97 years, man. And, you know, she was always energetic when you saw her. Like, she still was always the life of the party, man. But, um, the good thing is that um, when we start seeing her sort of decline, um, we start celebrating her on a birthday. So, like for the last four or five years, uh, on a birthday we throw a party. You know, everybody wear white. We, one year we got T-shirts made. When you know, uh, this last one last year, you know, I have a whole granny playlist. You know, what I'm saying some of her favorite songs or her day and. You know, it's just cool. So, uh, when somebody passes that you really love, man, you start to see what's important in life. Um, it's fucked up that it, it takes things of that nature for you to, like, really look at things. But when it's all stripped down, man, all the monetary shit you have, your house, your cars, um, all that shit really doesn't mean shit at the end of the day, man. What really means shit, well, the people that you care about, uh, your family, your friends, your friends that are like family, man. So if you have somebody who uh, you love, but maybe you're not seeing eye to eye on something or you haven't spoken to in a long time, man, do that shit now, man. I mean, between COVID and, you know, just life, man, you see that tomorrow's not promised. So um, if you love somebody, let them know if you can squash some sort of beef. Go ahead and do it, man, because life is really too short with all due respect.